0: Good afternoon, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, The God of Abraham. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan. This is a brand new podcast, and this is going to be talking about the God of Abraham, which is our Heavenly Father. And this is a wonderful podcast to listen to. If you are in need of restoring or renewing your faith, or if you just want to know more about your Heavenly Father. So this is a brand new podcast. This is the first episode. This is just an intro. I thank you very much for joining us. We very much appreciate you joining in on this podcast and listening to us. And if ever you need prayer, do let us know. We would very much love to pray for you and pray with you. And as a good start, we're going to take a look at the book of Genesis. So let me get my Bible. So it's very important to read your Bible every day because that is where you will learn the most about your heavenly father because it is his written word. And what's really interesting is that the first five books of the Bible are known as the Torah. And so these are very interesting books because they are the foundation to our faith. So I think it's always good to recognize the history of what you actually believe in. So. If anything, you need to take a look at the Bible and think of it as almost like a documentary because it is a documentary. The the, the God's Holy Word, I was going to say the Bible, but God's Holy Word is documentation of God's love for mankind, why he created us, how he created us, and what he wants for us in our lives. So for sure, do check that out. And I am reading from a really interesting Bible. It is a Thomas Kincaid Special edition, I think it's from the 1980s, but it's like a big, super, like, coffee table Bible. And I think these are great because they're beautiful, first of all. But secondly, it's just really nice to have a good Bible to have that's just like a real thick one. I think it's good to have several different translations in your house. And I believe this translation is the King James Version. Let me double check. But it's always good to have a couple different translations because you get the full scope. So this is going to be from the New King James Version, so that is good. And plus, what I like about these large Bibles is that they're large. So I don't have a problem with my eyes, not by any means, but you know, sometimes it's nice to see things in large print because you, you get a better scope of it. So let's go ahead and dive into the book of Genesis here, and I am reading from Genesis chapter 1, and this is talking about the creation of our world, our planets, uh, our solar system, our galaxies, and mankind in general. So this is really good to see this. So again, I'm reading from the book of Genesis. So this is in regards to creation and God's love for us. Because we were made in the image of Almighty God. So just when you think that you are not valuable, you are very valuable because God created you. So don't ever throw your value away. Even if your life is tough, even if, even if someone dished you or hurt you or harmed you, you, know, you are not the problem. You are not the problem. Bad people and bad decision making are the problem, so don't ever throw away your self worth, especially on situations or people that don't really love you or care about you. So I can speak from experience on that, but you do need to focus on God's holy word and his love for you because love is something very much to be treasured and it is very valuable. You know, the love that God has for you is worth far more than every pearl jewel, any kind of diamond or gold, it's worth more than anything and everything. So hold fast to that. But let's dive into this here real quick. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So right there we see that God created everything. So nothing is an accident, nothing is a mistake. You, know, you were made for a reason, and God made this planet for us. He made the galaxies for us, he made the solar system for us. All of this that God created is a gift from him to us. So this is not by accident. This is not just random molecules running into each other. God is a very intentional God, and he loves you very much. Goes on to say, the earth was, was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. So I find that to be very interesting because God speaks. So if you think God is a distant God and doesn't love you or care about you, you are completely wrong. And, you know, we see that here because God speaks. He's not just this, you know, absent-minded God and that, or maybe a vindictive God. He's not those things. God is very intentional, and he loves you very much. So, needless to say, whenever I I came across this verse, verse 3, when it says, Then God said, he didn't whisper, he said, he didn't think, he said, Let there be light, and there was light. I think you should underline the word said. Because that is an action. So what that tells me is that our words matter. So I have to ask, or I should ask, are you speaking words of faith over your life, or are you speaking words of doubt? You know, what's very interesting is that I remember way back in the day, there's a very common theme of, or this kind of, I guess, phase that our society was going through. It was really popular where it says, what would Jesus do? I wasn't a big fan of those bracelets. I just thought it was stupid because, you know, it's like the more I saw people wear those bracelets, the more I was like, you know, I don't really see very much Christ-like behavior from those people. So it's one of those things that our words matter and our behavior matters. But I look at it this way. When God speaks, things happen. So what are you speaking in your life about yourself and about your situation? So just know that when you are a believer in Christ Jesus and you lift up a prayer god takes that very seriously very seriously he takes it so seriously that he created the heavens and the earth for you and for me that's not accident that's not random that's that's not just well i think i care about these people so yeah i'll go ahead and create a planet for them no it's it's not well i think i might no he did he created all these things and it was with his words So words have power. Words have meaning. So needless to say, watch your words. Watch your speech. I have to catch myself at this all the time. I'm not different than anybody else. You know, it's, I would say sometimes as a podcaster, it's a little more difficult to watch your words because you're not actually like on television per se. So it's it's kind of those things you have to be careful not to let your words or your mouth just kind of run away, you know, into a different direction And it's one of those things that when you watch your words, you are guarding your heart, you're guarding your mind, and you're guarding your soul. And you might be thinking, well, why do I need to do that? Because you need to protect yourself from bad people, bad situations, and also from the devil. You may not think that he exists, but he does. There is a difference, a clear difference, a clear distinction between good and evil. I look at it this way. All I want in my life is God's best. And if it's not God's best, I don't want it. Because I look at it this way. If something is not God's best and it doesn't reflect the goodness and the glory and the beauty of my Heavenly Father and just just the graciousness of Him, then what does it reflect? Like, why accept less than God's best? Once I woke up to that, I thought, wow, I have been settling for less than God's best for years just because I had become complacent. I had kind of, I guess you could say fall into a rut. Get this, none of us are called to fall into a rut. We are not called to be ordinary. Every single one of us is called to be extraordinary, meaning we are supposed to be exceptional. You know, we are the we are the apple of God's eye. He loves us very much. And being that He loves us very much, we should not accept anything less than God's best. And that includes in our relationships, our jobs, our decisions, what we buy, what we eat, what we drink, you know, who we marry, how we raise our children. Like all these matter. Why? Because these are decisions that we make about our life and how to live our life. So needs to say, if you're living a life and you're just making kind of haphazard, not really serious decisions, you're not living your best life. And that is very unfortunate because the God of Abraham very much wants you to do well and to be well. Very much so. So one way that I kind of recalibrated my personal compass was first of all to read God's holy word. And I mean really read it. I mean, really dive into it and and really let it sink in. You know, God's holy word to me is almost like eating a really good piece of cheesecake or maybe drinking a really nice glass of wine. You don't gobble it down. You really get a feel for it. You really taste it. You, You really want to experience it, right? Well, God's holy word is just like that. To me, it's just like a really good glass of red wine. I love red wine. You really want to savor it because you want to remember it. You want to enjoy it. You you want to get something out of it, right? That is God's holy word. But just think about how much more important God's holy word is as opposed to a glass of wine or a piece of cheesecake or whatever the case may be. And I'm not against those things, I'm for those things, and God very much wants us to enjoy the pleasures of life as long as it is appropriate. But God's Word is first and final authority. Because if God's Word is not first and final authority in your life, these other things in life will never bring you the joy that they should. Because all these things that we have in life, you know, God gives us the opportunity to enjoy them. Because they are a gift to us from God. But if you're not putting God first, then none of this really matters. It's, it's not going to mean the same thing. It, it's just not going to have substance to it. And here's the thing. God very much wants us to have substance in our life. And that's what God's holy word is. God's holy word is kind of the meat and the potatoes of any and every meal, so to speak. And, yes, fruits and vegetables are important, but if you think about what you need, you know, for example, in your everyday life in terms of your diet, I would say one of the most important things to eat and consume is water and protein. We have to have water to survive. We have to. And get this, protein is very important. And I understand there are some vegans out there, but, you know, do eat a steak every once in a while because, you know, a plant-based diet is not the same as eating the real thing. It's not the same as eating a steak or a hamburger or maybe a piece of sausage or maybe just having pancakes with some butter on it because butter is a form of protein. It has fat in it and it, it, it actually is good for you when you eat it in moderation. Because if you, you know, I've noticed this. When I focus more on a protein-based diet, I'm not tempted to eat sugar. I'm not tempted to consume it. But whenever I remove meat from my diet, oh my goodness, I crave sugar and sweets and bread and crackers. I crave it like crazy. But when I eat really good food, and it doesn't have to be a T-bone steak every night because that would be super rich. But but whenever you are eating what you actually need, what you actually need to survive then you're not tempted by all this other stuff that you don't actually need to survive. We don't actually need cake or cookies or this other stuff to survive. And I'm not saying it's bad, not by any means. You can definitely enjoy it. But my point is this in terms of this analogy, God's holy word is the meat and potatoes of our faith. You know, this is what you need to sink your spiritual teeth into because this is. This is God's holy word. This is what will save your life and save your soul. And it will heal your body. So this is why we talk about these things. Because it's so important. And it's just, I would say, the basics and the foundation of our faith. Because if you don't have a good foundation, your, your house will always fall. It will always crumble. You know, God's holy word is one of the strongest foundations in my life. It is the strongest foundation, I would say. Because without knowing God, you really don't know a lot. And that might shock scientists and doctors and lawyers and engineers and the super-educated and the physicists and all that. And what's sad is that a lot of those different um, industries and careers that I just mentioned – you know, sadly and strangely, a lot of those people are atheists. Even though they are super brilliant, most of them, they're actually quite stupid for doubting the existence of God and not reading God's holy word. Because they, what they don't realize is that the reason why they are so smart and brilliant is because God blessed them with that talent. It's no accident that they are like super geniuses when understanding a microscope or molecules, or you know how, how to treat cancer or how to build a dam or whatever the case may be, that's no accident. God blessed them with a talent in order to bless the rest of society and to bless his people but unfortunately when it whenever you remove God from the equation, what happens? People tend to make themselves their own little God and that is a form of paganism, and that's not right. So, you'd be surprised how many pagans we have in this world, but they don't like that word, and they don't believe that they are pagan. It's like, well, if you're worshiping anything else other than the God of Abraham, which is the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, if you're worshiping anything else besides the God of Abraham, you, you are really in trouble spiritually, physically, emotionally, and I'd say financially. Because God cannot bless you if you turn to somebody else. And here's the thing. Why would you want to turn to somebody else when you can go to the real thing? You can go to your heavenly father with anything and everything. There is joy, peace, happiness, abundance, health, prosperity. Just just the blessing of Abraham. I mean, just, just the blessing. Why would you miss out on the blessing? See, here's the thing. Whenever you think you know it all, you have it all, you, you, have, you have made pride your God. And I'm not talking about taking pride in your work. I'm talking about having a prideful spirit. It's one thing to, to be proud of yourself for, you know, getting a degree or maybe getting a master's or a bachelor's or a PhD or maybe you accomplished something. Yeah, that That's great have like a sense of pride. You know, just to be like, hey, I accomplished something. I'm proud of myself. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the spirit of pridefulness. Meaning it's all about you all the time. And forget everybody else. Forget God. Forget all this stuff. Forget all the good stuff. That's not the right way to live. And for those that are living that way. You're in for a big surprise at one point in your life, especially when your life comes to an end and you realize, oh, I could have had it way better, way sooner, if I had just believed in the God of Abraham and done it his way. Put God first and everything else falls into place. But if you put something else first, everything else will fall apart every single time. You might be thinking, well, I have a nice job, I have money. I have a great marriage, I have a nice house, I have all this, all that. It's temporary, folks. It's temporary. But with God, everything is permanent. See, when you have the blessing of God, nothing can harm you or hurt you or take you out of the palm of his hand. Because you have God's protection. You have his hedge of protection around you. But when you separate yourself from God... That's when things can happen, and it can happen very quickly, very swiftly, and it's not pleasant. So this is why we focus on God's holy word, and we dive into the promises of the God of Abraham, because they will save you, protect you, and just be abundant to you, very much so, and help you in everyday life. I will go ahead and end the podcast right there for this first episode, but do check us out for future episodes. Reach out to us anytime with any questions, concerns, or prayer requests, and we will definitely message you back. So until next time, thank you so much. God bless and bye-bye.